Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Chin Music with Rick Robinson. We take a look at Major League Baseball. Of course, it's in a holding pattern due to the coronavirus pandemic. We're going to talk about the All-Star Game. Should they have one? Will they have one? Should they have it this year? Should they open with it? Rick and I have a big disagreement. You don't want to miss this. Major League Baseball talking about the All-Star Game and the pending season that's in front of us. Don't forget all of our other podcasts, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. And please feel free to connect with me on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're going to listen to a quick message from Anchor, and we'll come back. We'll be joined by Rick Robinson. It's time for Chin Music, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. TK, I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Rick Robinson. As I mentioned, this episode, Chin Music, all about Major League Baseball. Now, they like most of the sports world is in a holding pattern. The NFL is trying to do things, but Major League Baseball is playing the wait-and-see game just like every single person, whether you're in the sports world or not. Without any further ado, let's say hello to Rick Robinson, an award-winning author. Rick and I have done radio work forever. Now we're in the podcast world. Rick Robinson, how are you doing today? Tommy, I'm doing wonderful. Of course, missing uh, being able to go down to the television and turn on the sports television and watching uh, baseball. Although, although I have to say here in my area, as you know, my beloved Cincinnati red legs, not playing, but this week they will start broadcasting the 1975 world series. <laughs> well, a lot of people are doing the, the, the go back and look at it type thing at, at all levels of sports. And, and obviously you're, uh, you live in Kentucky, but you're right next door to Cincinnati, literally. So you are a Reds fan. And uh, I've told this story before, but when I was coming out of college as a baseball pitcher, the Cincinnati Reds indicated to me that they were going to draft me as a left-handed pitcher uh, Julian Mock was the uh, scout who covered Louisiana. And I got to know Julian quite well. He worked in the Reds organization forever. But lo and behold, uh, as of uh, 10 minutes ago, that phone call hadn't come in yet. Well, you know what? They, uh, they determined last year I talked to them, and they determined they already had enough uh, elderly pitchers that could throw hanging curveballs. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you and I were both are, are both now off of the draft list for the Cincinnati Redlegs. Now, Julian did invite me down to Tampa for what back in the day, and I'm talking the, the early 80s, it was known as an instructor. I was going to say, wow, wow, you are old if you're going to the Tampa camp. You, you really got well, to yeah, Well, yeah, I mean, it was like this instructional league camp thing is the way they did it back then. And uh, they gave me like 300 bucks, and it was like a three-week tryout. 
and then they determine whether they'd offer you a contract. Modern day would be called a free agent deal. So I went, you know, had a little bit of success, not much, and they did not offer a contract. So I returned to Southeastern Louisiana University where I did get my degree. Al Lopez Field, man. That was one of my favorite places to go during spring training. That's where I was. But, hey, as we mentioned, you know, the NFL's plugging along. They're going to do their draft in a couple of weeks. But Major League Baseball, I'm sure they're all still working. Players are working out front office. Everybody's doing things. But we're all in the holding pattern, as we know. Uh, uh, with that being said, I'll encourage all folks to to do what our leaders are telling us. You, you, whether you like the leader or not, do what they're telling you because that's for in the best interest of everybody. I'm doing my part, staying at home unless I absolutely have to get out to get to the grocery store or something like that. But, uh, you know, do your part. Major League Baseball, nobody wants it to start more than I do. And uh, they're in a holding pattern. You know, we talked, they said mid May, and now that doesn't look realistic. And, and now I've read where they're pointing to July 4th, which is a Saturday this coming year and have just big to do. But I don't know that they can make that decision yet, Rick, because there's still a lot of unknown about this pandemic. I think you're absolutely right, Tommy. We have uh, in Kentucky what we call uh, evening cocktails with Andy, our governor, Andy Bashir, who's on every uh, night at, at five o'clock. I pour a little bourbon in a glass and sit down and listen to the to the to the press release press conference with Andy Bashir. And as you sit and listen to that and you look at where the where's the top line going to come, I don't think anybody is really ready yet for where the top line is going to come. And according to what I've heard from even some of the governors that are in some of the major league towns, restrictions aren't going to be lifted by Memorial Day. So you're going to be looking somewhere way down the road. And well, this is where this is where you and I are going to have an have an argument over how to start the league, how to start the season. Well, the All Star Game is scheduled for Los Angeles, uh, you know, shortly after July fourth. I want to say that would be the the thirteenth uh, in in L A. And first off, I don't think they should have an All Star Game this year. Number one, the All-Star game has always been a reward for the guys that had a great season in the first half, roughly first half. You know, you had fan balloting, you had players voting, managers voting. Well, we don't have a first half. And you would, you know, typically it's now a four-day break for the All-Star game. You would need to use those days to play games if, in fact, you're playing games by then. So I I think the All-Star game needs to go by the wayside now point the they spent millions of dollars renovating dodger stadiums because they were going to host the all-star game this summer well the 2021 all-star game is already set for atlanta they hadn't they hadn't announced the 2022 game yet they could flip that one back over to la since they're going to miss it this year i see no reason to have an all-star game this season based on the fact that you don't have a first half and reward those guys. My second point, I'm going to tag on to this. I'm a baseball purist, and some people are going to agree with this. Some are not. You're going to be in the category of not. I think they need to do away with the all-star game altogether. Here's why I say that. As a kid growing up, I couldn't wait for the all-star game because it was National League versus American League. You saw players that you didn't see from the other league. You saw matchups between pitchers and hitters that you never saw unless it was uh, in the World Series. You know, well, free agency 
changed all that. Interleague play has changed all that. I think some of the glitter of American League versus National League has been taken off of that all-star game. It's an exhibition game. They take it too serious. These guys make so much money now, they don't want to get hurt. They'd rather have three three to four days off in, in July than risk getting hurt in the all-star game. Even though Major League Baseball contracts are all guaranteed, they still wouldn't be able to get on the field. You know, So it, I think it would most people would object to totally eliminating the all-star game. But I think you could do something after the regular season, a la the NFL, who does a Pro Bowl for those not in the Super Bowl and have some kind of games. I know there are clauses and contracts about making the all-star game, and, and it is, it, it's part of a lot of things if you can say you're an all-star one time, five times, ten times, whatever. But, but uh, the exhibition part of it does not excite me. You know, and, and it's, it's, it's a different kind of game that, and then they play the rest of the season. So my first point, and you do without it this year. My second point is I think looking at eliminating, as, eliminating it as it exists now going forward and come up with some other plan. That's my two cents worth. Uh, not a lot else to talk about in baseball, but Rick, you could, and I could not, that out. could not, could not disagree with you more, Tommy. I think if I were right now, if I were sitting in the commissioner's office, I would walk over to him and I would say, here's how you start your season. Whenever this season starts, the first game of the season, opening day, is an all-star game. Put the big names out there. Let the players decide who gets to play in it. Let the managers decide who gets to play in it. But you start it off with a big fanfare to let everybody know that baseball is back. Put them out on the field, have the home run derby, have all of the excitement, have everything that you have, get everybody watching baseball again. Because if you open it with an opening day with an abbreviated season of of 60 games or whatever it is, baseball will fall off and dwindle worse than it has in the years past. It may never recover from what is happening right now. Get the people excited about it, get them into it, get them to watching it on the long term. No, you don't want to put something after the season. Tommy, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you watched the Pro Bowl? 15 years ago. Yeah, well, that's going to do a lot to help baseball. <laughs> Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Nobody gives a give, give big rat's ass. It's, right. a, it's a horrible game that nobody cares. But I still think people watch the All-Star game because they like the home run derby. They like the things surrounding it. It's good for baseball. I think we need to keep having it. Well, and, and I, I think, I know, and I think this year we start the season with the All Star Game. That's opening day. Okay, can I, uh, my my rebuttal to that is this: uh, I'm the general manager of the Washington Nationals. We open with an All Star Game, and St- Steven Strasburg blows up an elbow throwing the first inning of the All Star Game. Now I don't have my my ace pitcher or one of my ace pitchers for who knows how long, maybe not forever. Is that worth the risk? Oh, come on. People go out in the all-star game and throw bunny pitches anyway. <laughs> the, pitch, the pitch, you you and I could hit some of the pitchers that are going go in there and pitch in the all-star game. It is like going into the going into the home run derby. People want to see runs. People want to see people rounding the bases. Pitchers aren't going to blow out their arm in that game. They're not going to they're only going to throw an inning. Okay. They're going to throw 10, they're going to throw 10, 15 pitches and be out of there. It's not going to happen unless, unless somebody by mistake steps on somebody's foot. It's a rounding second. 
Well, and I realize you can get hurt, you know, getting off the bus for that matter too. So I, I get all of that. But anyway, nobody's this in this day and age. Nobody's going to do a Pete Rose and the Ray Fossey at home plate in an All Star game. Well, Ray Fossey's going to step out of the way. Ray Fossey's going to step out of the way and go, "Hey, Pete, game's over. Let's go have a beer." <laughs> anyway, and, or, no, actually, actually, he'd look at Pete and go, "Hey, Pete." Do you have the over or the under? Do you want to be out or safe? <laughs> That's really funny. Hey, Rick, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, you and I are two baseball purists, and uh, we disagree on that. But that's okay. That's what helps make things go around. And, you know, our Chin Music podcast, we, we were going to do this thing weekly. Now we're kind of in the holding pattern. Uh, we promise to give you one at least every other week. Uh, but then if something shakes and breaks, we'll do one again next Wednesday. Uh, if something significant is announced or whatever, but, or maybe we'll come up with a topic next Wednesday. We'll, we'll, that's to be determined, but we appreciate people listening. Share it with all your friends through social media. You got plenty of time on your hands. Might as well listen to Chin Music, our podcast about Major League Baseball. Rick, uh, we turn the page into the next month. Let's hope this month's better than the last month. And, you uh, have a really good day. You do the same, Tommy. And uh, let's look forward to when we can hear the uh, crack of the bat and the snap of the leather and smell that new grass on the field. Thank you, Rick. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.